Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Marriage. Welcome to episode 22 of Destination Marriage. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jackie. And we are absolutely thrilled you have joined us on our journey today. Yes. So today's episode is called Catching Up with the Kuipers. That's right. That's us. Very catchy. (laughs) We typically have like a focused topic for each episode, but we thought it would be more fun just to share with our listeners what we've been up to, what we're into with entertainment, fitness, what we're watching, and, you know, just as we continue to navigate these unprecedented times. Yeah, we'd love to get feedback from from you guys, you know, around what you guys are doing that may be similar or different. But, um, yeah, we did. I think it'd be fun. Just let's just kind of push pause and say, man, what are we doing right now? Yeah, it's been just a whirlwind of a year. It's so odd, like how, and I've talked to other people, you know, I've always kind of watched sports and I don't religiously watch them, but Mm -hmm. I know what's going on. I could really care less right now about like sports at all. I feel like you're not so alone. There's a lot of people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've talked to other, I've talked to other people and they're like, oh yeah, don't care. Yeah. It's just everybody's lives are just completely There's so many other things right now that are on the forefront of, you know, what you should actually care about or be concerned about on a daily basis, including probably your own mental health. Yeah, no kidding, right? So (laughs) no one's watching sports. So let's start off and talk about what we're watching. Yeah, what are we watching? So um, I don't know about you and our listeners. We don't watch the same things all the time. No, and we hardly watch like TV anymore. It's always, Mm -hmm. it's always something either on demand, Netflix, Amazon. Those are kind of our go-tos. We have Hulu and Disney Plus. I might have gone through my Marvel rotation again. Watched all those over the last few weeks, but I haven't watched anything on the Disney Plus yet. Oh, it's cool. Star Wars. Oh no! Wait a second. Star Wars and all the Marvel stuff. You've okay. Unfortunately, no. been forced to watch some stuff when I'm watching it. Yeah, it's just not my. It's not my go-to. So you know what? I, I looked it up, and what I was going to say is, I don't know, you know, about you guys, listeners. But it feels like overwhelming when you get on Netflix. I scroll or, for at least 45 minutes. Oh my minutes. gosh. And then I don't choose anything. And then I go back to some old faithful that, you know, I would have Too watched. many choices. <laughs> so if you had to guess, babe, I looked it up. How many original shows does Netflix have? Oh my gosh. Just um, wild guess. Well, I feel like they've really been ramping this up this year with their own original shows and series. Um, goodness. I feel like I'm going to throw out like some ridiculous number. <laughs> um... I don't know, 200. 674 originals. Oh, wow. That's just original. That doesn't include movies and things that, that are, you know, they've licensed. But Amazon's actually much bigger overall. So Amazon's had 134 originals, but mm-hmm. they have 2,100, over 2,100 licensed shows. Like, wow. how do you, like, filter through that? That's crazy. Yeah. It is overwhelming, right? It is overwhelming. And you know what? I feel like Prime was kind of my go-to in the beginning. Like hey, I was always I don't anymore. go on Prime as much anymore. I kind of feel like when I've been going on there looking for things. They're advertising a lot of live TV now and it's kind of annoying. Yeah, like and I haven't even pushing 
tapped yeah. into what is Apple TV. I haven't even tried. We have it free for a year. And we haven't oh, even, like, I haven't even looked at it. Because I was like, ah, I'm not going to pay for it. I have. It's a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's overwhelming. And then mm-hmm. guess what we do? We go to our old our old stomping grounds. And yeah. we're, we're now watching The Office for like the fourth time through. We are. But it's always funny. It's funny every time. And you know what? There's one thing that really you just you can't go wrong with, and that's laughter in the midst of all this nonsense. It's like, you know what? Just give me something funny, something lighthearted, something ridiculously stupid just to watch. Yeah. I don't I need mindless entertainment. A lot of times we'll watch it and sometimes fall asleep to it and then we'll turn it back on and be like, Oh my gosh, we skipped ahead six skipped seasons season? or like a se- yeah, skip the whole season or six episodes. Yeah. But it's funny every time. Even if I've seen the same episode now ten times or whatever. Yeah. You have it's to great. have something that's just kind of an easy go to. But what else have you been watching? I know you've been watching like some things that are more. I've I got into like the Industrial Revolution documentaries. Like juicy. It's it's really crazy. Yeah, it's just I never really learn. You never really learn much about you. I guess we all kind of learn about Henry Ford, mm-hmm. right? And like some sort of American civil, civilization class or something. Yeah. But I never really knew much about like Carnegie or Rockefeller and all these like industrial titans. So I've yeah. been watching a few of those and then. You've always was, been a history buff, though. Yeah, That's and then I thing. love World War II documentaries. They've gotten much better, mm-hmm. you know, with with better footage. And I like I like I don't some of the old ones are just they're just terrible. But now they've got you know really good good editing and good mm-hmm. uh, good historians that that talk about stuff. Anyways, yeah. What about you, sweetheart? Um, I have been watching. Well, I watched Love on the Spectrum, which yeah, is really I interesting. Get into that. Um. I thought it was really interesting. It, so it, it takes you through, well, it's filmed in Australia and mm-hmm. they film seven singles kind of, um, you know, start in dating, you know, start the dating scene, kind of watching them, what that looks like behind the scenes and even preparing for the date. It was really interesting because obviously, you know, there are seven singles that are, they're all autistic. Um, they're on the spectrum at, at varying levels. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of gives you an inside look as to how they communicate and how they view love. And, and they, I actually appreciate they're, they're pretty upfront and honest, you know, like they don't play any, they don't pull any punches, you know, they're just open and honest. Hey, I want a relationship or I like you. Do you like me too? I mean, if yeah. people did that on a first date, how much time would you save? I don't know. Probably a lot of time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I sat down and watched some of it with you yeah. and I remember because they're adults, it's different. Right. Normally, when you when you see somebody and they on TV that's related to autism or the mm-hmm. spectrum, it's typically children functioning children and how right. to like you know how to raise autistic children, not mm-hmm. autistic adults. It's just not something that's typically shown. So yeah. it, it was interesting. A I little found bit, it to be really interesting. I just couldn't really get into it. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you don't watch a lot of those. Like, okay, so I am really into like Married at First Sight and Ninety Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. That's I watched good. 90 a, Day Fiance. I watched good. a good a bit a good bit of that with you. Ninety day ninety day? Ninety day or you watched some married at first sight. sight. Not all the seasons. The, the Australian one is just a joke. Yeah. That's, Tommy thinks the Australian one um it's, it is, is it's all more staged. of like everyone's on there to try to gain um, yeah. IG followers and <laughs> not stupid. really find their match. Yeah. But it is still kind of I don't think it's as authentic as the one that's filmed here in the States, but it is still kind of good TV. It is a little interesting. All right. But I prefer Married at First Sight in the U.S. because I think they've had mm-hmm. a decent amount of success, actually. And 90 Day Fiance, it's fun to yell at them and yell That's at the TV. That's just good TV. Like, you can't write that stuff. <laughs> no. I'm like, what I, I, is It just happening? blows my mind that 
that these people. Whoever decided to pick up a camera and start filming that situation is a genius. But how do you it's find gen- these people? I, well, now Where, they can, how do they exist? Well, now I think they do like an online casting call. Like you can, you know, or maybe you can even, you know, share your friend or family member's name if you know that they're dating someone overseas or, you know, they've mm-hmm. dipped that toe in that pool of, you know, possibly looking to bring somebody over from wherever it is in yeah. the world. You know, they've been online dating. I mean, there was one guy the on there that spent one, right? like a hundred like, grand. Hold oh on. My Did gosh. You, know, you saw that guy. He spent oh, like a hundred thousand dollars and no. had never spoken to her. It was only an automated computer. And then they hired whoever she was. It was, she was just like a model or something that they hired. You think the, that? Of course that's what it was. <laughs> I think it came out that she was real. But yeah, she would. No, she showed up. She showed up. Yeah. So she's a real person. Yes, she's a real but person. But she just was hired to like manage that whole thing or to, to to be the actual face and body to the this online presence that a bunch of like skeevy guys are running in Russia or Ukraine or wherever. Yeah, it was somewhere. And, and here's the thing, though, what I can't get guy. over. I, I mean, I felt bad for him, but he's also it's like at some point, you're just like that's I think he spent. I think yeah. it was six figures. I'm going to say $100,000 just for easy math. He spent $100,000 yeah. over maybe like a six or seven year period. And all his friends who are grown men too are like, we're telling Guys, him this, 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 this person's not you're real. Getting scammed. Yeah, you're getting scammed. Think about how much money you're blowing. And this was the second time, right? This for was him? the second time. Oh he had done this gosh. before. But he was so committed to, I'm going to meet this person. I'm going to propose. And she is the one. And he had never that spoken makes to her want, live. I know. That Didn't one. even have her cell phone number. To me, I feel like... The producers worked with the skeevy Russian guys to like put this whole thing together. That's what I think. But guess what? It made for good TV. <laughs> it was good TV. I'll kid you. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Well, I didn't know I would get into this, but remember you were watching in the family room. What is it called? The, the home, home edit. edit. Oh, Tommy got obsessed. And we watched like, it must have been like a late. It was like a we di- watched a like evening. six we didn't have or anything seven to do episodes or yeah. on a Friday night. Really, fun. it's wild times over here. Wild times. Yeah, home, home organization. Home organization on a some, Friday night. Some wine. It's getting That's crazy. Exciting. <laughs> but no, it's a really good show. And then like you pick up little things, and they talk through. They always do like a a, a random person, and then some celebrity because they've got like quite a following. So they do. They have a huge following. So if, if you guys are not aware of what the home edit yeah, is, I guess we should say what it I is. I feel like well you. Could potentially be living under a rock. But let's say you have not heard of the Home Edit. Well, I had literally never heard of it until I sat down and watched it with you. Okay, so, so I knew of the Home Edit because I had already followed you just them me. on Instagram. Sorry. And I followed them on Instagram. And they also had um, already put out a book. Um, mm-hmm. But their most recent book just came out. Um, so, of course, it was perfectly timed with the Home Edit Um show on Netflix and they do also work with people that are not necessarily celebrities but obviously it's going to make for better TV if I'm organizing Reese Witherspoon's closet you know who doesn't right. want to see all of the wonderful fashion she has in her closet or you know another celebrity maybe they're organizing their home gym you know whatever it may be it makes for good TV but they have a basically a code that they follow like a color coding you know everything has a place and we can they make their own labels everything is aesthetically pleasing to the eye you cannot watch it and not feel motivated you know when you look at like the disgusting closet you have downstairs you're like ah you know (laughs) we need to edit this so yes we may have done that night we were like, what can we organize? We did. We Didn't actually we like went in our pantry it? and started purging things. That's right. We were we like, did. we're going to home edit this. What's it called with the extra shelf, the extra stuff? Oh, now we have, um, oh, with like the extra items? Yeah, yeah. What's backstock. That? Backstock. Yes. So we now have backstock items. Instead of just having them shoved into the pantry next to each other, they're in their own basket, put kind of out of the way, and then you just 
pull them out when you need it. Exactly. It's actually so, really smart. I like the idea. That is a positive. We're getting certain things together here in the Kuiper house We're in trying. 2020. Well, when you live in the same, we lived the in this pantry. house for 13 years now. And mm-hmm. two boys have gone from one being a baby and one being a you know an eight-year-old. It's a lot of clothes over the years that you right. you've and you just collect we accumulate stuff. so much stuff. We haven't even touched the attic oh in a my, while, and we yeah, need to go we, back up there. We, we did actually a did big a huge purge of it. Yeah. seventeen bags we sent to the uh, Goodwill. That's and a lot, we, and we barely touched it. Yeah, there's still a ton more up there. What's wrong with us? I don't know. It's almost like it's one of those but things that you I, see it's accumulating. Oh, I'll get to it next month. Oh, I'll do it next month, and then you get busy, you just forget. You know, it's not like we're hoarders or anything. Yeah, well, that's one thing I do appreciate about. Like that we're on the same page with, we both kind of get that sense of, I feel like it's getting cluttered. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel suffocated. I a little can't. Bit, even though it's re- really not, but like, I'm, I'm glad we're both that way. Yeah. So yes, highly recommend the home edit if you have not watched it. And you don't even have to watch all the episodes in one night like we did. You guys probably have a life. Um, we don't on Friday nights. So this, this is what we do. That was COVID. Um. It was COVID heavy at the time. So... I watched a movie I think is probably going to win some Oscars the other day. Oh, what was that? Hubie Halloween, Adam Sandler. Oh, yes. <laughs> on Netflix. It was actually pretty funny. It had a few moments where like, he pulled in all the actors from his old movies, and there was some references He's to really like... He's really good about doing that. Yeah, it's the same crew. It's a stupid movie, but it's a fun Halloween movie. But he like, you know, his little references to to like uh, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, so it was kind of taking me to a happy place yeah. from my childhood. But anyways. You can't go wrong with Adam Sandler laughs. He's always funny. I think he's like basically laughing funny. all the way to the bank because he ma- keeps making these stupid movies like straight to Netflix. Yeah. And I think he's making it multi-millions of dollars. More yeah. power to him. He's having fun making funny mm-hmm. films that you are watching, Tommy Caber. And I mean, who's to complain, right? Who's going to complain about that? So but I haven't s- watched it. It did pop up on my suggested. I was like, why would this pop, pop up on it's, my suggested? It trend, it's trending. It's no, Halloween I think it's season. because you watched it. Oh. And, and it so it probably on, thought that I would like it too. I don't and, know. Yeah, you won't like it. So on a serious note, you got me into a show that I'm sure some, many of you have watched, but what it's a, a documentary. terrible, terrible story. It's a horrible story, but I, I really, I think it was well done um, by using a lot of original footage Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a reenactment. It's it's and you guys probably saw. So it's it's the it's American Murder. Yeah. The family next door. Which is what the it was Chris Christopher Watts. Yeah, Chris Watts. He murdered his wife. He murdered his wife and his kids. Both of his little girls. Yeah, it's terrible and it, it's terrible. It's terrifying. It's angering. I think I watched it. Was I had a switch when we finished watching it to watching something. I think we watched. Uh, Arrested right. Development for like an hour. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did get into Arrested Development again. I did get back into that. That's really... Man, the timing of that show, I don't know how it didn't... Now it's on Netflix. Like, they've redone it. It's not it's not the same as the first three seasons that were on Fox. Mm-hmm. Man, those were great. They play off each other really well. Oh, my gosh. The timing is just perfect. But, yeah, that American murder, like, it just makes you feel sick. And you mm-hmm. just... You're, you're, you're here in the end, like, near the end when they talk about what he did right. with the girls. And you're just like... Yeah, so he had lost weight and was having an affair. But how do you go from that to murdering your two little girls and your wife? Like, I just. I think that. Okay, well, a, the weight loss when they talked psychosis about. Psychosis or what? what well, did, I think he was extremely narcissistic to begin with. You know, he thought yeah. he was above the law, he thought he was above everything. Yeah, he was being very cocky in the whole 
interview process. I mean, they did a really good job in the documentary of like mm-hmm. documenting everything they as did. it happened. They were filming everything from the moment they from the moment her friend showed up at the door to see if her friend was home. Mm-hmm. From that very moment that she called the cops, like everything is being filmed. So you're seeing everything firsthand, you know, from the police officer's the point of view, her friend, the walkthroughs, yeah. um, and you know, his initial conversations with the police officers. And of course, you can see the look on his face. Like he believes that he got away with it. He's believing his own nonsense. Right. It's that very is disturbing. Very narcissistic. It is. But here's what I want to understand. At what point do you feel like, you know what? Um, I met somebody else and you know what? My only option, because you know, there's not any other option, but my only option is to murder you and my entire family. Only if you're psychotic. Like where do you go from there? There's so many other options I feel like that could potentially take place. Why that? You know? Like, I'll never why understand that? that. I mean there's Looney Tunes. I've, I've I've listened to some some books and you know, talking about the psychology of, of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It just it just I just don't understand it. So like I can't put myself in that mental headspace to even like consider it. And I don't know the data as far as like, is it nature, nurture, like all that kind of stuff. But man, that's, that's just terrible. Mm-hmm. It was, it was good. I mean, it was as, as documentaries go as they far as like job. the, yeah, the mm-hmm. actual job. And it, I think it kept ranking up on for a while on Netflix. It yeah. I think popular. it's really catching on right now. So if you haven't watched it, I would, if you like true crime, which we do like true crime, so it, it is a really good true crime documentary. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I kind of get, um, I don't know, when it's like a reenactment, I feel like maybe there's kind of, there's an opportunity They're for cheesy, the lines to get blurred, and, and then the acting is really the, not yeah, great. It's cheesy it can, stuff. And yeah, I can lose they, my interest. Um, so I have a question. What's that? Are you like me, and you know, we'll hear if people say, oh, you should watch this show, you should watch that. And then it's like a long series or something. And you really struggle just getting through the first episode. I do that all yes. the time. If you go through like, and start like a bunch of shows or something mm-hmm. in our Netflix or Prime, like I've started so many shows and couldn't get through like the first 20 minutes. And so I just like, eh, whatever. You got me into that one show. I don't even remember the name of it, but all I'm gonna say is it got so weird. The girl started growing a tail. And that's when I was oh, like, no, we, this is, stu- oh, this yeah, is stupid. Oh, yeah, she played like multiple characters. That was good for like a In the beginning, seasons. but then you could tell like called. they were kind of The problem searching. is like because Netflix and mainly Netflix, they keep coming out with so much new stuff. Yeah. You forget about other stuff and then you don't even watch the new stuff. So then it's just like, whatever, we'll put the office on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just get overwhelmed. So baby, tell us what we've been doing in the house. Yeah, lots of stuff around the home. Um... I'm sure you guys are, any of the parents out there listening, probably, I don't know if you're like us, we're in a, in a transition phase now with our seventh grader. He's mm-hmm. going to be going back to school two days a week next week, thankfully, but they're, they're doing like half the schools on Tuesday, Thursday, half the schools, Wednesday, Friday. It's better they always than get Mondays off. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It's like a did, you know, it's a virtual day, but I'm, 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 it's better than nothing. Yeah. I think I'm they should glad. be going back a hundred percent, but you know, if, if, Again, I think I've said it on other episodes, don't get me started. Well, I'm not, gonna, point, no, I'm not at a this doctor. Point, but. Yeah, at this point, well, they haven't had any um, any cases, you know, locally or anything like that. But, yeah, and they're um, taking precautions. And Right, they are definitely taking precautions when the kids return on, on Tuesday. Um, and he's thrilled to be back in class with yeah, his friends. Yeah, they need and that I can't social interaction. It, it's so important for like their Like I said, we're not... 
I mean, I'm sure he's kind of bored of us. You know, he's not like, oh, can I watch the home editor with you guys? I mean, like, <laughs> he's 13. <laughs> he's like, yeah. oh, my parents are so boring. Um, <laughs> he's really excited to, he, they need to be around their peers. Yeah. Luckily, you know, he's had his friends around because he, you know, goes to public school. So a lot of kids that he's friends with are all local. Right. Yeah. So we're excited. He's going back. He's excited. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. It'll, it'll be a, a cluster like, you know, first week of school a lot of times is because they're basically all now revamping what yeah. they're doing. And now they got to switch back to being in, in school. They do get a Chromebook. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like the like the first day of school, really. Right. I mean, all the excitement that you normally would have in September. I'm sure a lot of parents are going to be driving their kid. Yeah. I don't know what school. the bus situation is for everyone. But. They, yeah. Well. Dylan's riding the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're right. supposed to release some more information yeah. in the next couple of days about that. So, babe, tell yeah. everybody what you're doing and you're planning for next weekend for the family. We're having my my brother and his kids over and his wife. Um, should be a good time. Yeah. So um, if, well, most people that know me know that I'm huge on like theme things. So <laughs> um, I kind of, I enjoy, this is where I thrive in the home. Not necessarily like, you know, I'm not super organized like the home edit hoping to get there but (laughs) when it comes to like theme things I really just can kind of drown myself in all these ideas so we're gonna do um like a little pumpkin setup where you can paint your pumpkins or carve your pumpkins I've already saved all these ideas that I'm making yummy delicious mulled cider um I have a whole s'more station that I'm setting up with an assortment of chocolates here's the thing I don't think that you should be forced into the standard s'mores of just a Hershey's bar Tommy's a hardcore he's pressed on this it's got to be a Hershey's bar I I, I respectfully disagree why couldn't we just mix in a little little bit of like a salted caramel chocolate Mm. a dark chocolate something with a little bit of a raspberry a hint of raspberry a nougat I don't know like change it up I would love it I'm sure if I ate them but like the I don't know the kid in me would just be like no it's supposed to be Hershey's chocolate period Oh, and by the way, um, if you last year we did the big marshmallows that are said, oh, for s'mores. Stay no. away from those. They blow up to like the size of a baseball. It's they're a they're disaster, ridiculous. Especially Just get for the regular mar- uh, marshmallows. They work fine. Yeah. Anyways, side note, little lesson learned the hard way. See, but you, you got to. Because once they once they melt and like dry, they're really hard to clean and scrub yeah, it off. Makes as a huge, like, it makes yeah. a mess. So we're going to do a s'more station mold cider. I'm going to make a ton of like just kind of heavy hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know. I'm having a hard time saying that word today. Um, Hors d'oeuvres. But just like all the things that are fall related. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. The fire pit. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm going to take, I'll put it on stories and and everything that I put for the home. I always um, save it on our highlight. But this is where I thrive. Yes, you will see and probably... You know, I'll share th- throughout the holidays. It's all great. The little che- I like to do these cheesy they're things. Memorable. They're fun. They're yeah. fun. They're memorable. Yeah. But we all enjoy it. Everyone enjoys it, baby. All your hard work. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of where we're at with the house. You know, one of the things that we had talked about, and I think we did an episode on like working mm-hmm. out together and, you know, we've shown some videos on our, on our Instagram about some of the home workouts we did when all the gyms were closed, but now yeah. that the gyms are open. Um, what I'm about, what about much fitness, fin- babe? Yeah. What are you, uh, what are you focused on? Yeah. You know, sometimes we'll kind of go on a, um, kind of a run with just working out together back to back, but I feel like lately we've been doing, I mean, we worked out the, t- the other day we did mm-hmm. a sandbag workout. Um, but I've been going to the gym pretty often. I feel like you've been still maybe doing some outdoor runs. I've gotten, I got really used to running and doing like, mm-hmm. you know, mixing it up with 
with other functional type of, of body weight type of exercises and workouts mixed in with running. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I like an outdoor workout, but when I'm going to the gym, if Tommy and I are not going to the gym together, um, I used to take kickboxing classes. So they have a bag there. Nobody else uses it but me, I feel like, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but so I'll kind of mix it up with kickboxing and, um, you know, running and then, and some weightlifting. I typically do like a full body workout, but I've noticed lately I'm getting, I've been getting dehydrated yeah. and I drink water constantly. So the other day we worked out and, um, we were running outside my calves were cramping up so bad. I had actually stopped just to massage my left calf. It was just yeah, I mean, in excruciating pain. <laughs> you you hear it and you read it about, you know, as you get older and the diet is so important and my diet's not been great lately. I noticed that, but yeah, I've noticed the same thing. And then mm-hmm. I, it dawned on me. So a couple years ago, so one of my former colleagues, uh, was a, a like legit Ironman, like ranked in the top 20 in the world type of, uh, like high achieving right. person. Right. So I called her up one time. I was like, She's a machine. She is. And I was getting these side stitches, you know, like the side cramps after running like a mile and a half. Mm -hmm. And I was in pretty good shape. And I was like, what in the world? And she goes, oh, your electrolytes are off. Here, go get these things called, go on Amazon and order them. They're called base salts. And it's this little, looks like they're pink, like the, like the Himalayan pink salt, Mm -hmm. but it's a mix of different salts and stuff. And you mix like a couple, like three little scoops of that in your water. And it's, it's like drinking salt water, but it is, it's not delicious. It was immediate. I was not getting those cramps anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm going to trust an Ironman athlete that does these crazy, you know, six hour. I think know, she knows what she's she doing, right? What she's about. <laughs> so what I've noticed is I forgot I had run out of them, mm-hmm. run out of it. And so I was getting these side cramps again. I'm like, what in the world? I'm in pretty decent shape and I'm running a mile and I'm like cramping up. Yeah. So I ordered some the other night. I want to go get um, those IVs. You know, you can go and get like an IV for... Mm-hmm your skin or allergies. I want to do that. We they're, should go do that. They're laughing all the way to the bank with the, the IVs. Unless it's like a, like a What's post, that? like a, uh, a hangover. Yeah. Oh, a I've hangover heard those, IV? Are those are perfect supposed to be good. for that. Yeah. I don't I've know, never like done that the either. Vitamin and stuff. Yeah. That's the thing. Are you, if you have a hangover, are you going to get up in the morning and be like, I'm going to get dressed and drive myself to go right. get an IV. It would be ideal. If I heard IV a story that there was a, a nurse that, had rented out like an optometry office Mm -hmm. next to a college, like right down the street or like right on a path, um, you know, from, from where kids would have to walk to class or whatever. And so she would rent space on Saturday and Sunday mornings when the optometry office wasn't open and she would do the little IVs and stuff. And she, uh, she would, she would, you know, get the anti-nausea medication. They, and then the IVs, they would line up. Yeah. She made a killing. I bet. I don't know how That's true that story genius. is, but yeah, I heard that that whole business model started with an anesthesiologist out in Vegas. Okay. He started that the first sense. one and, you know, cause they can administer everything, mm-hmm. but maybe it was a nurse practitioner that did the other one, but yeah, cause I don't, yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the, I, another reason I like the, I got used to the runs and stuff is, you know, I would train for some of these obstacle course races, which are all outside right. and they're kind of a mix of running and different obstacles. So I really got into that training so it's been hard because you haven't had a race there's no race they canceled all the spartans and all the bone frogs and all the yeah whatever so weren't you supposed to do a race earlier in the year oh i was gonna i was totally on board with trying to get the trident the spartan trident this year i had it all planned out i was gonna do the half marathon remember and then they canceled that that was in march 
And then they sent the medals because I'd already paid for it. I still haven't run it yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. You're supposed to do it at home. Yeah, I'm going to do it at some point because I, have I haven't hung the medal up. It's right. not on my little, my little display thing because I haven't earned it yet. But right. it's like sitting there. I feel like I cheated. No, you haven't. <laughs> until you hang it up. I know. I know. It's just I like the energy of like being out I'm, on the course and mm -hmm. it's just fun. I'm with you. you know, there's and, something and, about that. And when there's a date and a set date to, that you have to train for, it's like a, you know, it's a goal. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's hard. Without a race to train for, I want them. Yeah. They'll be back April next year. They're kind of really going to ramp up again. Well, then look at it this way. Like over the next few months, if you already know April is going to be the start, then you need to kick it into high gear. Yeah, those the are, that's the Virginia Beach Bone Frog, which Bone Frog's awesome. That was that's a good time. It's actually the U.S. Seals. Own that was that. hard. That was hard. It's great. I feel like I did not fully prepare for that. You're you'd be able to get through it much better now. You're stronger, perhaps mentally and physically, perhaps. All right, so let's talk a little bit, kind of along that same line with fitness. What yeah. about health? What's some of the updates with health, and what's uh, what's going on in Jackie's world over there, and Jackie's with, world with your health? Yeah, so I am getting a facial next week. It's actually a microneedling facial with PRP. Some of you may have heard about PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, and maybe some of you women out there have heard of microneedling, which you can actually do without PRP. But I'm going to do both. It's actually going to be on my face and my neck. It's not comfortable at all. <laughs> yeah, those videos look, they call it the vampire facial for a reason. Yeah, it looks pretty aggressive. I basically don't leave the house for maybe like three or four days afterwards. Is it worth it, honestly? I think so. Because you have so. beautiful it's, skin, so I, it, I, you can I tell do, the difference. But Because I do these things. My mom always says, like, it hurts to be beautiful, okay? Like, men don't have to do these things, okay? You just don't. You just wake up, throw some cold water on your face, ready to go. This but takes I, work. Yeah, but your skin is so perfect all the time, it's hard to see a difference with those things. I believe that it works. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it keeps it looking that way. But like, I bet you if I got that done, it would be like dramatically different. First of all, I'd be maroon for like a, a week. It'd be terrible. But I think it would probably like actually smooth out my skin. And Your skin is really smooth. No. But it actually helps with <laughs> minimizing your pores. Yeah. It helps with fine lines. And PRP helps rebuild the collagen in your face naturally. So I'm not putting anything in my body right. that doesn't already exist, which so, I would prefer so to go So listeners, we have a, uh, a standing um, sort of uh, rule in the house. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. So I love your lips. They're perfect. And I've told Jackie, sort of joking, that I will divorce her if she comes <laughs> home with lips that have been injected with filler. I hate that look, the pouty look. It's a thing it's right now. The worst I feel like, thing in the world. I feel like women have. No. No, I feel like people have been running with this whole lip filler thing, especially no. in 2020. Like nope. now that people are like able to do re like inject the injectables, the Botox, everything, which I'm not opposed to Botox. But Tommy really hates the filler. I've never done it. Um, I really don't have a desire to do that. Because now that's different. That's different than Botox. Botox wears off. The fill, I know the filler can wear off, but it feels like once you start, you know, it's, you can't go back, right? I don't want to do it. But yeah, I, I see what your point is. But you're perfect and your skin is perfect. That's very kind of you. It really is. I appreciate that. I just, I, I think it's really important to take care of your skin and I want to make sure that I try to stretch out as many years as possible. So if microneedling is going to help me get there, then I'm all for it. Okay. Pain it all. <laughs> so the last thing we wanted to talk about with health, uh, kind of a funny story. So, um, babe, why don't you take, we were at my, my nephew's, uh, five-year-old birthday party 
this weekend. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister-in-law and, and Jackie were having a conversation. So this is for all of you couples that are done having kids. This story may be a health alert to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Babe, take it away. Yeah, so we were just chatting about, um, obviously, Tommy has had a vasectomy, and uh, we're very happy with the two boys we have, but we're not really looking to And my brother expand. has as well. Yeah, and his, he has yeah. had one as well. And they have three lovely children, and they're also done <laughs> pro- right. procreating. So um, she actually had, I think, three, maybe four people randomly. They do not know each other that had... At grocery stores. Yes, that had... They had told her that their vasectomies failed. Their okay? husband's vasectomies, right? Their husband's or, yeah, yeah, yeah. vasectomies It was like three women who randomly told Jenna that. And yeah. Jenna's like freaking out like, uh... <laughs> Wait a second. Is this an okay. omen here or what? Yeah. Yeah. Three so, times of... Three of anything. I feel like you need to be on higher alert. Okay. So, yeah, that's a scientific study. So three random strangers tell my sister-in-law... So I should probably go to my urologist and double check my yeah, vasectomy Yeah, you need to get a checkup. We were talking about that. How come they don't do a follow-up and checkup just to make sure know. like everything is like buttoned years later? up? Yeah, years later? Does yeah. it just, oh man. Yeah. Imagine that. No, I don't want to. I don't. I mean, it'd be a blessing, but it would <laughs> I be. I don't want to be pregnant again. I know, like, I know. It's just the, the idea of doing that. It was funny. So my sister-in-law said, well, because me and my brother, now that we're adults, actually look quite a bit alike when our hair, heads are shaved. And uh, she said, well. Tommy, you know, since the kid, if this does happen randomly, since the kid will kind of look like you, you're just, we're just going to give him to you. <laughs> People just assume it's your kid. And I was like, all right. But, She's uh, like, yeah, we're not going for number four. Oh my goodness. I mean, they're great. I love the kids. And I just don't want to be pregnant again. Yeah, you we're know? just in a different stage. That in life. would be, that would floor me. I mean, that would be a surprise at <laughs> literally, I don't even know what I would do with myself. Wow. Yeah. I don't well, even know. But men, anyways. I guess we should do some little research there. Yeah, and, I think we should probably get checked or out. Or wives whose men, you know, husbands have had vasectomies. Maybe something to to check out. So let's end it there, babe. All about the, you know, Let's end it on vasectomies. Why not? All right. <laughs> but, uh, all right, guys. Well, thanks. We hope you guys enjoyed. Maybe we got a few little things that we're doing. Maybe you're able to incorporate that in your lives. Or we'd love to hear back from you, actually, about what shows you're watching? Yeah, tell <laughs> we us you're know watching what's, Netflix. What's good to watch? We do have a really exciting, um, you know, a couple of other episodes lined up for the remainder of the month. Absolutely. But of course, we'd love for you to tune in, share any episodes we have we've already had with your friends, your family, and we will see you guys later. All have right. a great week. Bye, guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews, and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.